Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 20th. The first International Special Olympics was held on this day in 1968. At this point in history, it was very common for people with disabilities to be housed in institutions. And a lot of times these institutions had just appalling conditions. Even if they were called a school, it wasn't really about educating anyone. It was just about keeping people away from the public eye. People who were kept at home also tended to be kept out of sight from the rest of the community and sometimes even secret. It was really rare to see a person with any kind of visible disability out in public, both because of all the social stigma that surrounded the whole idea and because communities just were not accessible. There were some people, though, that really started working to change that. This included Eunice Kennedy Shriver and Anne McGon Burke. Shriver was the sister of John F., Robert F., and Ted Kennedy. And they also had another sister named Rosemary, who had an intellectual disability that was treated with a lobotomy in 1941. Today, we know that this was not an appropriate treatment for her at all. But at the time, the lobotomy was often recommended as a treatment for a range of mental and cognitive issues. Shriver, though, was the director of the Joseph P. Kennedy Jr. Foundation. And that was a foundation that began focusing more and more of its efforts on people who had cognitive and intellectual disabilities. She did a lot of work, and she did a lot of advocacy with her brothers, who, as politicians, had the ability to pass laws that would help this situation. She also just wanted to combat all of this social stigma and the segregation and isolation of children with intellectual disabilities. One of the things that she did was to establish a summer camp in 1962. And one of the goals of this camp was to get a better sense of what these children could do instead of focusing on what they could not. This led to year-round athletics programs for young people with intellectual disabilities. While Shriver is the person that is most often associated with the founding of Special Olympics, Burke was highly instrumental in expanding its scope and its scale. In March of 1968, Shriver and the Chicago Park District announced the first Olympic Games for young people with intellectual disabilities. These first games were held at Soldier Field in Chicago on July 30th of 1968. A thousand young athletes from the United States and Canada competed, and they competed in more than 200 events. Special Olympics Incorporated was formed later on in 1968, and today it's a global organization that holds events all over the world, and millions of young athletes participate. Today, there's some debate about the Special Olympics. The field of education has moved toward trying to place children into the least restrictive environment that still meets their needs. So as often as possible, placing them in classrooms with their non-disabled peers instead of in classrooms that are segregated from everyone else. So there's a lot of discussion about whether it's really helpful to segregate children with intellectual disabilities into their own separate event. There are a lot of other specific criticisms as well, including whether today Special Olympics perpetuates more stereotypes than it helps to dispel. However, though, it's clear that the Special Olympics and Eunice Kennedy Shriver's work outside of the Olympics were monumentally important in starting to combat some of the stigma surrounding disability. And this included advocacy that led to some of the first laws that protected people with disabilities and helped guarantee them equal access to facilities and education. Thanks so much to Eve's Jeffcoat for her research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for her audio skills on all of these episodes. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts.
Tune in tomorrow for a show trial that's full of monkey business.